Five o'clock, Sports Radio 94, WIP. Jack Fritz and Ike Reese reacting to the press conference heard around the world. Uh, John Clark reporting a deal is expected for veteran defensive coordinator Vic Fangio, according to ESPN. He's leaving the Dolphins to be closer to home. He is from the Scranton area. Scranton. Oh, good old Scranton. How far is Scranton from here? Uh, probably about two hours, two and a half hours. But that's not that close. <laughs> it's close enough. <laughs> closer than There's the no North. team that's closer. <laughs> Well, uh, that's the Giants, not true. and it's also closer to, to it's, it's closer to here than it is to Miami. It is, but it also Giants and Jets are probably closer because that's where the Yankees affiliate is. Is in Scranton, ah, Wilkesbury. Okay, so. okay. That doesn't mean it. there are plenty of affiliates all well, over. He's the place. a Phillies fan. He is a Phillies he's fan. He's a noted Phillies fan. He said he said in his year off he couldn't wait to get back and, and connect it to his beloved Phils. So when we get him on the show, I don't care at all what <laughs> what you're gonna. Due to the defense, just let me know well, who you want to. Uh, right, yeah, yeah. Who you want leading off? Yeah, how do you feel about the fills there, Vic? How do you? How, do you how about that? Yeah. And so, yeah, so he was here as the consultant when they went to the World Series. Went to the World Series, right? Yeah. Why don't you stay as a consultant? Just stay, man. Yeah. Man, what a great gig. You know, there's no pressure on you. You know, for real. Yeah, you're not getting blamed for anything. You're not getting fired. You're probably getting. A, a you might decent. get promoted in week 13. Yeah, you get a decent chunk of change. Yeah. You know, just stay yeah. as a consultant. And now, now you're in the line of fire. You know, <laughs> pressure's on, Vic. Pressure's on. I am glad they went for experienced defensive coordinator, though. I am too. Like I, I thought, I thought if they had experienced defensive coordinator in the Super Bowl, they probably win. Just in the standpoint of like they've seen so much, mm-hmm. you know. And again, if you if you bring in experience on defense, offense. I mean, Kingsburg technically was a head coach, uh, and, and Reich. Like it's it goes from inexperience to experience very quickly, which I think they need. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see what other parts. They sort of bring in, you know, linebacker coach, safety coach, D-line coach. What coaches do you keep versus which ones are leaving? It sounds like Petula is going to be here. Um, what is all... he again? What is Kevin Petula? Tight end? Because he wasn't a quarterback's coach. <laughs> no, that was Tanny. Yeah, that was Tanny. Yeah. He's not the running back's coach. That's Jamal Singleton. That, yep, that's Singleton. And so, yeah, I think he's tight end. Okay. I think so. I'm glad we're keeping the tight ends coach around. Got well, it. <laughs> well, you know what? He may get moved to quarterback's coach. Yeah. I mean, that's what, they might. Did. that's what they did with Walsh. The passing game coordinator. Oh. Pat, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, he yeah. may get moved to quarterback. He may. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. And I think Andy went from – did Andy go from tight end to quarterback's coach to, mm-hmm. to head coach? I don't think they had passing game coordinators when Andy was coming up. So, yeah, I think that's probably yeah. how he did it. I know he was Brett's quarterback coach. He wasn't the OC. But I thought maybe he was a tight end's coach, too. I think he probably started there as a tight end. Assistant yeah. offensive line and tight end's coach. That's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> Big red. Um, and, and one name to throw out, they'll never pay him, but if they really want to fix the linebacker thing, I mean, mm. Patrick Queen's the guy. Oh, are you kidding? Come on. Come on. They paid Roquan, so they probably can't pay him. Who, Baltimore? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Baltimore finds a way to pay him. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they, they're the ones that value They, they invested in him, yeah. And, and as a matter of fact, how would that look that you traded for a guy and paid him and you don't pay the guy you drafted in the first round? I know. I know. If any team's going to pay both their linebackers, it's Baltimore. Or the Niners. Or the Niners or Pittsburgh. Or, yeah, or, teams that love linebackers. Yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, two of the best teams in football this year. Completely agree. Niners, Ravens, both have, have good linebacker play. Howie brought it up on on in, in the press conference, and I think I like to say he was listening to the show mm-hmm. because we brought up this point. Uh, about how when they went to the Super Bowl, the two times, they had good, competent linebacker play. And they did. And when they let those guys go, the, de- the defense had fallen apart. Now, they did pay Bradham. Uh, like Maybe they got burned by the Bradham thing and didn't want to do it Should have kept again. Jordan Hicks. He would have cost a lot more. Because remember, he got he got a big uh, paycheck to go out to Arizona. Yep. 
So Hicks and and T.J. Edwards again. I mean, it was mm-hmm. it was good money for a linebacker, but that's not. It wasn't crazy money. No. It was not crazy. You could have made it work. Yeah. Now maybe the C.J. Gardner Johnson thing was causing a problem with that because they were trying to decide: do we want C.J. Mm-hmm. or T.J. Um, and had they known more earlier about C.J., maybe T.J. Edwards is back. I don't know. But and I'll, and I'll still say it. I said it then. We should have kept C.J. and T.J. I said it then. They're younger. They have a longer or, bit, or their window stays open longer as far as being in their prime. Yeah. So if that means you have to pay a little more to keep C.J., you see what you just gave Bradbury, and you're ready to get rid of him after one year. Mm-hmm. So you're certainly going to would have had C.J. G.J. longer than one year, and you wouldn't have paid him nearly the money you paid Bradbury. You wouldn't have to would have had to trade a fifth and a third, or not a fifth for for uh, Bayard. For Bayard, yep. Yeah. You wouldn't have had to trade for Bayard, yep. You could have just kept CJ. And we'd still have our safety here. Yep. Uh, and, and TJ Edwards, like TJ, I think likes being an eagle. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah, I never bought into this. Oh, he, he wanted to go back to Chicago. Yeah, he wanted to leave a Super Bowl team to go to Chicago. Mm-hmm. I don't care if he is from Chicago. I don't think I ever said I wanted to go to Cincinnati and play for the Bengals during that time. You feel me? Like yeah. I don't think I ever said that. Yeah. Well, listen. And, and we, <laughs> you want, I want to go to a losing franchise so I can be closer to home. I know. Now, again, I don't want to make this all about Mike Trout, but <laughs> you are in a loser franchise. You could be coming back and put this team over the top. <laughs> Grow up, Mike. <laughs> Gets back to the Phillies Always eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody better. Nobody better at finding a way to get it back to the fells. All right, let's get to what we do every day around this time, and that is the top five of five today with Dan Wilson. Haven't had a chance to talk about it a ton here on this show, but longtime Philadelphia Philly, longest tenured positional player, Reese ah. Hoskins is no longer with the Phillies, along with Doc Rivers, headed out to Milwaukee. Two years, $34 million contract. The Reese Hoskins era is officially over here in Philadelphia. So, good run. It was a good run. It was a good run. We're going to count down his top five best moments in a Phillies uniform, just as he would want it. We know that he only wants us to write and talk about the good things. Yeah. Wow. So, Although I am disappointed in you. You know, he's like, we're going to do a countdown, and there's no jolly drop? Well, you can't go from 17. I know. You want me to do top 17, Hoskins? But he also has the... Five, four, exactly. <laughs> so, like, I mean, isn't every top five a countdown? Yeah, but no, some are countdowns. Some sort of uh, you gotta you, you spread your wings with the top five. five. They're not all, all right. just countdowns. All right, what do you got? <laughs> Number five, fifth best moment of Reese Hoskins Phillies career. We're gonna take you back to March twenty eighth, twenty nineteen, opening day against the Atlanta Braves. Bases loaded in the seventh. Hoskins steps up to the plate. Jackson delivers in the pitch. Hit deep. Left field. Back is Acuna. He looks up. It's gone. A grand slam. Ten three. The Phillies start with a bang. It's their third homer of the day. And the first career slam for Reese Hoskins. Yeah, that was great. Uh, the opening day, 2019. So that was the first year of Kutch. That was the first year of Segura. Like they they brought in the first offseason that the teams added all those all stars, uh, Bryce's first game and you know Reese's first big grand slam off of the Braves. So uh, it was an electric moment. Electric. I do not remember that moment. Well, so McCutcheon led the game off of the home run. I remember, remember that. that? Yeah. yeah. So it was kind of close late. It was like six three, mm-hmm. and then Hoskins did that and, and, wow. and blew it. It was probably seventh inning, seventh eighth inning. Was the seventh? Yeah. Yeah. I'm listening to that. I'm like, yeah, I don't think I've heard that one. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good, good. I like it. Yeah. What's number four. 
Number four, also in 2019, we're going to go to April 24th, 2019 at City Field. Oh, yeah. It was a Wednesday night. Now, on Tuesday, J- Mets reliever Jacob Rehm had given him two different pitches. It's chin music. And following night, Hostins takes him deep. Take a listen. Balls hit well to left field. Going back on it is yeah. McNeil. He jumps. It's gone. A two-run home run for Hoskins. And watch how long it takes him to get around the bases. He's going to soak this all in. And the Phillies take a 6-0 lead. This is a beautiful try. 33 seconds. Yeah, and that's the reason why I do remember this one, because I remember that uh, T-Mac making that exact call during that time. And, yeah, Reese was literally – he was basically power walking around the bases. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if that was a real jog. Yeah, he, he threw it his head. <laughs> he did not like that they threw yeah. it his head, and he, and he made him pay. Reese had a good amount of, like uh, – a little bit of a bleep you sometimes. Oh, yeah. And and that's what you 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 really started to appreciate about him is that you you realize he had that in him. Yep. He's because he's sort of quiet and even when he talks, it's it's in a deliberate, monotone sort of way to where he seems to always have control of his emotions. I'm pretty sure where he completely lost his emotions will be at number one. Yeah. But that that's that that is the typical way Reese normally showed. Sort of his emotion is that he would get you back that way. What I liked about Reese, always felt like a top step guy. He was always in the top. Remember he yelled at Yankees fans oh, in the yeah. top step? Of the oh, he's out? top yeah. step man. Yeah, he's ready to go, top man. Stepman. He's a top step. I was not. I don't know if that's shocking. I was. You were. You were a towel. You were in the dugout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In the dugout. And I throw out the. I throw out the 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 grenade, and then and then everyone else has to do my dirty. Work. And you keep the book exactly out in, right. out in your corner. Fifty three straight perfect books. What's next? By the way, I wanted to hear the Francie call of that. Not in there. Guess who was producing the game? That would be you. Might have been me. Yeah, you didn't save the audio. <laughs> I don't I mean, care. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Come on. <laughs> I don't care at all. I'd like I to know what Francis is I, I save it for myself. Good I don't, job, Dan. Way to call him out. I don't save it for everyone <laughs> There's else. There's nothing. In, I went in your folder. It's not even in there. Well, what are you going to do? Got in the chest pad. <laughs> What's next? Number three, Ike, interesting that you mentioned his emotions because this was an interview he gave. Now, the night they clinched the playoff spot, October 3rd, 2022, in Houston, Pat McCarthy asked him what it means to get to the playoffs. He's seen a lot of losing here. Here's how it sounded. How does it feel to finally get a chance to play postseason baseball? Yeah, I mean, this is why we play. It's why we play. Um, yeah, a lot of blood, a lot of sweat, a lot of tears. It's a great group, guys. It's a great group. It's a great group. I'm just excited. I, I don't even know what to say. What a group of guys. What a group of coaches. All of the staff, the whole traveling party, all of the media guys. It's a group effort. Um, without anybody that's here right now, we don't get here. So it's a beautiful thing. I know Bryce is, is mm. here. I know a lot mm. of these guys are here. I never felt happier for any Philly yes, during sir. the last two – well, not that last year. It I know what you're saying. Yeah. I never felt happier for anyone more than Reese. Yep. Because Reese is here in 17. Yep. He was our first guy. He was the first guy people believed in. And him getting that moment last year heading into the postseason was just amazing. And uh, that was before Pat McCarthy was a traitor. <laughs> and went up and did the and joined the Mets broadcast. Yeah, glad to hear he's doing well after getting hit by the car. But I, I think I think uh, myself and Chris might have been Reese's first appearance, like on WIP, because you guys did a weekly with him, didn't you? Yeah, well, and and yeah, it started with him when he when they first called him up when he first got called up. So yeah, and it was he went on that home run barrage and. So yeah, I think I think me and uh, Chris Carlin were the first ones to to have him on. We still has a record for the for the quickest or the fastest, home, or most amount of home runs in the first fifty at bats. 
Something right. like that. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. So he he got off to a pretty hot start after it, he started these 0 for 11. It was August, right? Yeah. Or was it September? It was August. August. Uh, yeah, I knew it was late. Yeah. He had a horrible September. Yeah. That yeah. followed. Yeah. Yeah. That so was after he talked to me and Chris Carlin. Yeah. 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 You, you, you guys wonder why. Why. <laughs> wonder why. You guys are the mush. <laughs> who could forget? Who could forget besides Dan Wilson that Reese was terrible in September of 2017? <laughs> How about that? Way to bring it back. Way to bring it <laughs> back. Everyone back to Reese Day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Great job. What a guy. Classic Buzzkill. No, it's Buzzkill. It's Buzzkill. Buzzkill. It was awful. Right. Way to hold him accountable. Right. The team sucked, Buzz. What's next? <laughs> Number two, October 23rd, 2022. It's not the home run everybody remembers, the day of Bedlam at the bank, but that scoring got started that day. Earlier in the game, Reese Hoskins, a two-run shot off of Darvish. 3-0 pitch. Swung on. Hit deep left field, and the Phillies have the lead. Reese Hoskins comes up huge again. His fifth homer of the playoffs, his fourth of the league championship series. Gotta be mm. honest, I think you're wrong. Ooh, I right. think you're wrong. I, I think the I think the two home run game should have been there early in the series because they don't win. They might not win that series. They were down. They were down. Four and two of one of them, and they put them on top. Would six you agree four. the clincher belongs on the list? I think the clincher belongs on the list. Okay, but I think the two home run game where they were down in both of those, and then he put them on top, probably ahead of the the, the clincher home run. Mm. I mean, a two home run game in the NLCS is big is, time. Is, is pretty important. Yeah. So that's my only my only. My all only right, qualm. all right, all right. I thought that deserved a spot in the I list. Agree. Didn't, didn't want to go overly, you know. Listen, you knew he was throwing a dagger back at you. Well, I knew he was. <laughs> <laughs> you knew that was coming. Did you cut the audio of that one, too? Or <laughs> I was not doing the game that day. Yeah, I know. Actually, I was. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the buck stops with you. All right. My plan, All right my give plan. us the number give one. Us number number one. one. Number I don't one. know if there's ever been a more obvious number one in top five history. We're going to go October 14th, 2022, NLDS game three. Reese Hoskins facing booze earlier in the game, steps to the plate. Two on, one out. And the pitch. Swung on, did it, crushed, and the Phillies are going to lead it four to nothing. A three-run home run for Reese Hoskins. His first postseason home run, and he's sprinting around third base. What a moment! Here at Citizens Bank Park. God, he was the greatest. Mm. It was the greatest. I, man, I, I, I they got the goose with, with the chicken skin, like Bryce will say, man. I, I got it. And it makes me so happy that it's like, Woo. I love the 07 to 11 run. I was kind of tired of hearing the highlights. Yes, I totally agree. Like, now that yes. it's still kind of fresh, it brings you right back. And I, yes. I listen, Bedlam happened. There's, <sighs> there's been some great moments. I still think that was the loudest Citizens Bank Park has been in the last two years. It was Dude. ridiculous. Everyone says that. Even people who were at Bedlam and that. I was, that at, was, both, loud. I I was, was at, at both the, of them. I was at that one, not the Bedlam, so I can't say. But. Yeah. Yeah. That that um, <laughs> That's one thing I'll say, man. I know this year it ended poorly in the NLCS, but, man, these these two playoff runs that the Phillies went on, man, like that 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 is how you get the 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 youth back into baseball. Like, those are moments that the young people are going to carry with them for the next 10, 15, 20 years. Now, yeah. hopefully it's not a decade in between. Right. I, was, I haven't heard a baseball's dying show in a while. Yeah, yeah. it's been a while. Yeah, we used yeah. to do that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. A, a little bit. And I know they haven't won the World Series. I know they got to one. I know they choked. 
knocking out the Braves in back-to-back postseason series is a pretty good bet. It's a pretty good bet. It is. It is. <laughs> Especially when the Braves have clearly been the best team oh, yeah. in baseball the two, last two years. Yeah. And now we're in their head. You yeah. know, it, it, like I know the Braves won the World Series in 2021, but now it's got to hurt losing to the, to the Phillies in back-to-back dude, years. Dude, no one likes losing to us. No. We don't let you forget. <laughs> we don't let you forget it. I brother. know. Even, <laughs> even the Patriots, who have won six Super Bowls, are like, well, they, I would, they probably take a loss to who? Seattle? Seattle or Somebody, yeah, yeah this, rather than us, rather, for sure. Rather than for us, sure. No one likes losing to Philadelphia. No, we, we don't let you forget. But yeah, Reese, uh, man, again, came up seventeen. It was our first real hope, and uh, you know, up and uh, turned to a polarizing figure around here. But he was a good dude. Yes, patient, hit home yes. runs, and I'm wishing him well out in Milwaukee. He makes his return June third. And, and, and let me tell you this, and we heard it in the I think the number three clip that you played the, the interview. Yes, was, number yes. three. So you heard you heard him choking up there uh, and speaking about it. And that's the one thing about Reese that I know I always appreciated. Um, he cared. You know, so many of these guys, they play, and, you know, you don't know if they feel the way you feel, if it hurts them the way it hurts you. Uh, to me, Reese Hoskins cared about his teammates. He, he took pride in being a Philly. It was a team that drafted him. He was here. Like, I, I – I always appreciated that about him because it was like he carried on that mantle that that where he wore the Phillies uniform with pride. And he was he was proud to be one of the longest tenure guys, him and him and Aaron Nola being here. Like he wore that as a badge of honor of being like, yeah, I was here when things weren't very good. And to see it get turned around to where it is now, you certainly appreciate it more. And I know he appreciated it more when they finally got back to the playoffs and then to the World Series. Uh, last year, it's not, cr- not this past year, the year before. It's crazy how much is it played out like Burl. <laughs> I mean, Burl got the last. It was there in 08. He'd yep. been through all the the down years. He got now he got the ring. Mm-hmm. Reese didn't. Uh, Reese didn't get the swan song this year, which stinks. I, I think it would have been fun to have Reese. Fun to have him bat at least one time in the world. And he the, was close. The, the Kurt Gibson moment. Oh, you're so close. <laughs> it, him uh, throwing out the first pitch to, to start the postseason mm-hmm. that was a, a really cool moment. And yeah, I mean him and him and Jamie have just ingratiated themselves great into the into the community. Yes, here. And, uh, and that's the other part. Yes, right, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Well, yeah, but the, the, like the community stuff they've done the last couple of years, they felt like Philadelphians. They mm-hmm. lived here in the off season. Uh, I don't, I'll never forget the story of Jamie. She bought a whole section beer in, in last year in the playoffs yep, yep. like it's just cool stuff he was at eagles games sixers games flyers games like yeah you're right he was around here because during he, the offseason and everything i think he took it personally to put the phillies back on the map he went down and he was in the home run derby down in washington that bryce won i remember that you yep. know where it was like uh, the phillies have arrived like i'm back i uh i'll miss reese polarizing yeah. but still uh, a good dude yeah i agree what do you got, Buzz? Well, I was going to say, like, to the, your point about Burl, he came up as a left fielder, mm-hmm. which is like <laughs> oh, that like was terrible. Ago. Yeah, we know that. Remember that? That that was terrible. If you thought Schwarber was bad, yeah, really, yeah, Reese was out there running in quicksand. Um, <laughs> did turn a triple play though. <laughs> See, I didn't even remember that, Buzz. Yeah. I didn't remember that. Um, and I'm happy he got a nice little piece of change, man. Like Thirty-four million. I know he gets a chance to opt out. So if he has a big year out there, he may get an even longer term deal. But he has at least thirty-four million. Um, in Pretty good, game. yeah. And for a guy coming off an ACL, yeah. yes, sir. Yeah, you, yes, sir. You take that, especially yep. he's probably just me DHing, I don't and he's getting older, yep. so you don't know when you're going to get these opportunities to get that size of a contract. Plus, anymore. he came up later, so he, his salary is always yep. depreciated. Yep. We thought something. those years. I'm sitting here looking at his numbers. I was like, oh yeah, they had him at a bargain. Oh my gosh, when he yeah. was hitting 29 home runs, 32 home runs. So I think he came off at 25. 24, 25, which is really late. Yeah. Which is really oh, late. that was the age he came up at. Okay. He was getting blocked by Tommy Joseph. Who could forget? 
Tojo. Tojo. Uh, this segment sponsored by Guided Door Window. Take advantage of Guided Door Window's big winter sale through the month of January. Receive 40% off all windows and doors. Call one eight seven seven go guide or visit goguida.com. Carl is in Ardmore. What's happening, Carl? Can you hear me? Hold on. Can well, you hear me? We got you, We got Carl. you, brother. All right. Give me, three, give me some time for three quickies. Number one, um, Pause. Two, two, two points about today. Uh, I thought that uh, Suriano's um, introductory speech was the worst, uh, if you remember it. But I think he's equal to today. He said nothing, absolutely nothing. Uh, he repeats himself three or four times. Uh, you know, there's the, he, he's saying, you know, I don't know, which is why I'm listening in. And um, <laughs> he, he, he really gave us nothing. Uh, number two, the, the defensive coordinator who they jumped on because I was watching my phone while waiting for you. And at first they said that uh, Fangio was let go. And then within seconds, we're jumping on him. So obviously they had their eyes on him. He's well, that's probably the why the press conference was delayed by 30 minutes. Uh, you may be right. Yeah, they and gave him a call. Hold on, Vic. Don't go anywhere. We got to go do this <laughs> press conference. We'll be back. You got it. So he's been in football 41 years, 33 years in the NFL. And we know about how poorly – uh, the Dolphins did defensively, but like us, they had a lot of injuries. They, a lot they of like injuries, them. yep. But, but here's, the, here's the thing that would concern me where I uh, – uh, the coach, our coach, he, he's been, in, he's been a, a head coach at Denver. He's had a lot of experience. So people who have been calling in all week and saying, I want somebody who's a coordinator who's ready to stop in or, excuse me, step in if uh, Siriano is let go. Well, you got your guy because he was a head coach. The question is, will the offensive coordinator – also have been a head coach, and then he's got he's looking left and right uh, as to who's you know who's going to um, give me a hard time. So those are my football comments. My baseball comment about Hoskins is this: I remember watching the game, the exhibition game, when he hurt his tore his ACL. Me and too. I, mm-hmm. I'm an orthopedist, so I, I immediately figured out what was wrong, and I felt oh, oh there goes the season. So here's a question for you guys: If he doesn't go down. And he has a Hoskins year, you know, what, 30, 40 home runs, 100 RBIs, streaky. What happens? Does he stay? Uh, because Bryce at that point was not ready to come into first base. They were, you know, going, he was just the age. Mm-hmm. So what would have, what would have happened? Uh, we yeah. don't have, it's a, it's a, it's something that I don't know the answer to. For sure. And I appreciate the call, uh, mm-hmm. Carl. You know, I, I had this thought in the post, in the postseason when when things were going well before they swung at every pitch in games four, five, six, and seven, mm-hmm. uh, that it was a blessing in disguise. Actually, the the Reese injury because it allowed Bryce to play first base, which might be a long term home for him. Uh, good at it. I mean, Reese is not a good defensive first baseman, and yeah. it allowed Rojas and Marsh to play center and left, whereas like your your outfield defense goes up times times a million. Um, so like from that standpoint, I think it's a bit of a blessing in disguise, but they needed, they needed a patient righty bat, you know, like at the deadline, that's what I wanted. I wanted a righty bat with power. Well, that, yeah. that would have been Reese Hoskins. So, um, I don't know. It, it might've played out differently, but I, I think going forward in long-term getting Bryce to first base, getting Marsh in left field, figuring out if Rojas can play center. It's 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 an, uh, an important outcome for this team. Yeah, and as much as I wanted Reese to be back, and and I'm not going to act as if I didn't want Reese back, but I I certainly can understand better now that long term wise, it just didn't make a lot of sense, right? And so you don't want to tie up money into something that is not necessarily beneficial for you. It may benefit you this year, but long term wise, it didn't make a lot of sense. You had the big deal you had to do with Aaron Nola. 
this offseason. You got they, the extended Wheeler. Yes, they got that. I was just going to say, now, and then you got the extending uh, Zach Wheeler portion of it. And then you got to figure out, okay, where where am I allocating the money I already have allocated to these players? How do I make sure I maximize that and get the most out of them? Actually keeping Reese only clouds that picture more than it does clear it up. Now, I thought maybe if you want to sign a one-year prove-it deal, they'd find a way to make it work because he's a great Philly and they need a righty bat. Yeah. Um, but it just – if you're he's getting two years, $34 million from the Brewers. like he, Or 30, I mean. It's 34. 34. Okay, yeah. whatever. Uh, if he's getting that, then he, I'm not – you can't yeah. have him resigning. Yeah, I can't be upset at him. Now we're back to Cassiano's being our, our right-handed bat. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. It's good talking some baseball. <laughs> By the way, Reese Hoskins, uh, Hoskins' biggest fan, Tom Kelly, coming up at 6 o'clock. Oh, there you go, Teeks. Uh, TK, but fake oh, ace Aaron Nola. <laughs> Always positive on the Phillies. You know, it's, it's good stuff. It's good Does stuff. have his Eagles sweater on today. Oh, man, it's big press conference. Feeling good. Big press conference. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. Howie's answer on what happened with Sean Desai and the Matt Patricia decision. You'll hear that next along with the text line and the rest of your phone calls. Get in now. 215-592-9494. It's the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.